Hello, it's us. Welcome back to another episode of Cannabis Redefined, powered by Connected, Connected Marketing. Marketing. We are here for a very fun episode. Every episode is fun, Duh. so I'm just going to say that all the time. Literally. But like we said last week, we are going to continue talking about someone who was wrongfully incarcerated, and we got this one from The Last Prisoner Project. So mm-hmm. we're just going to tell you a little bit about this before we get into today's episode, which is about um, influential figures in the cannabis world. It's actually, it's yeah, I'm super excited. It was super fun to write this outline and do some research, but luckily this case does um, hopefully have a happy ending, but it didn't start out like that. Yeah, no, it did not start out like that. So it was Fate Winslow in 2000, this was 2008. So I think Mm -hmm. a lot of these cases I have been reading about have happened in 2008, but he was sentenced to life. Okay. Listen to what I'm saying right now. He was sentenced to life in prison for having $20, $20 worth of cannabis on him. I literally have more than that in my house right now. I have more of that. I have more than that in my back seat right now. Like that is just, that's ridiculous. So it just, basically what happened is he's a 41-year-old father. He was homeless. He was really struggling for money. And an undercover cop approached him and asked if he had any cannabis to purchase. He asked specifically for $20 worth, and he would give him a $5 processing fee, whatever that means. And he ended up getting arrested for that. And what he said was, I wasn't looking to sell drugs, but when you're homeless, every dollar counts. So he couldn't turn down that $20. He needed that $20. And I think that was like his own personal like stash that he sold this undercover cop. So he had three nonviolent priors and this was in Louisiana and they have a really harsh four strike law. So this was his fourth strike. So he He got got sentenced to life in prison with no parole for $20. Of weed. Of weed. Literally set up by a cop who knew exactly what he was fucking doing. That's just, that's so disgusting to me. It's repulsive. But thankfully this does have a happy ending. So he did, he spent 12 years in prison. There's obviously nothing happy about that. He was actually in Angola prison, which is notorious for its inhumane conditions. But in in 2020, he wrote to the last prisoner project and long story short, they helped him out. He is now a free man. They set up a GoFundMe and he got a bunch of money to help start his life up. But at the end of the day, like, yes, that was a happy ending, but this man still lost 12 years of his life over $20 worth of marijuana and his skin color. Yeah, because he was targeted because of his skin color. And oh, that's just, I don't understand how a cop like that could wake up one day and be like, this is what I'm going to do. Especially like going at homeless people too, just overall, like for the most part, homeless people are harmless. Like they're just trying to survive. Like they're not really a danger. Like obviously no. there's probably some people who are, but there are speaking, dangerous people within every category. And it's just, it's such a waste of resources. Think about how much money was spent to keep this man in prison for 12 years. For what? A $20 bag of weed? That is just such a waste of resources. It's literally everything that's wrong with America. Yeah. So... We're happy that his story has a happy ending, but obviously that is not the case for everyone um, Mm -hmm. that is wrongfully incarcerated. So keep listening, keep reading on The Last Prisoner Project and just cases like this in general and keep fighting and keep speaking up because, again, we are two white girls with a weed podcast and we recognize we're privileged to come on here and talk about the pre-rolls that we got last night. Exactly. Um, 
so there are real issues surrounding this and we want to make sure that you guys are listening so thank you yeah and reach out to us if there's a specific case that you want us to talk about you can find us on canna redefined on all social platforms but with that being said let's get into today's episode heck yeah so this week we're gonna dive into some of the public figures who have brought weed to the forefront of pop culture Mm -hmm. the frontier stoners if you will the mary jane (laughs) pioneers (laughs) like the rock on Spongebob. We used to ride these babies for miles. (laughs) (laughs) But like people who have openly smoked weed and have added it to pop culture. Some people who are literally just known for being stoners. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, yes. (laughs) Let's start off with the king, in my opinion. Elvis? No, Bob Marley. (laughs) I'm kidding. I feel like Bob Marley is the ultimate cannabis figure in the world oh for sure he is the king like my dude bob is the ultimate cannabis icon every high school stoner at some point had a bob marley poster exactly did you have a bob marley poster in your room i did not oh my gosh i did it was a retro one i'm like uh (laughs) like what is that fye uh, yeah. Yeah, FIE. Yeah. Yep. My cousin <laughs> used to work there. Fun fact, actually, my friend Nicole, her cat's name, name is, is Marley Bob. Oh, my God. I used to have a cat named Ziggy after Ziggy Marley. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. So he is definitely, like, he, she actually also has No Woman, No Cry tattooed on her wrist. She, like, loves Bob Marley. Yeah. But so I think his story is really interesting. I didn't know about this until I read on it. So basically... Bob Marley and the Jamaican flag are two of the most iconic cannabis symbols that are always used together. So cannabis was actually religious for Bob. We did talk about this in our first episode, the edibles episode, the Rastafarian diet and Mm -hmm. how cannabis was the center of it. Rastafarian is also just a religion as a whole. Back in the 60s, Jamaica was predominantly a Christian country. There was a lot of Christians there, but Bob Marley was kind of just like, you know what? I don't want to be Christian anymore. Like, I'm going to convert over to Rastafarian. So when he did that, thousands of Jamaicans saw this and they followed him. So they all looked at him as, like, the leader of the Rastafarians. Isn't that, like, really cool? He's just, like, the leader. But basically, so smoking weed for Rastafarians is not – they don't believe in recreational use of marijuana, which is actually funny. It's religious. It's, like, a religious ritual for them to smoke weed. So anytime you see Bob Marley, like, smoking a J or something to, like – unwind and relax he's actually performing a ritual that is known with rastafarian which is super cool we love him i know i'm uh, rest in peace uh, his whole death rest was it's just another piece. it's just another i think he was murdered oh my goodness yeah what makes you well i don't know the whole story but basically this guy it was a white man surprise surprise gave him a pair of soccer shoes because bob was a really good soccer player and what they think is that there was a little prick in the um shoes that had poison on it and it pricked his foot and basically what happened it gave him cancer and they were like okay you'll live but we'll have to cut your foot off and bob marley was like i don't want to live if i can't play soccer because i love soccer so much so he ended up getting cancer and dying but people think it was given to him through the shoe that might be a little bit bizarre okay that's a, you learn something new every day yeah but that's i think it's a little food for thought i guess it's a whole conspiracy within itself yeah it definitely is but i i'm kind of here for it yeah okay i mean i mean not here for it really rest in peace but moving on to uh, a, a duo a very iconic duo they have uh changed a lot of 
pop culture. Yes. I, I would I would say it's uh, Cheech and Chong. They're you on know? TikTok now, right? I, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I think Cheech's wife, is it Cheech and his wife are like the <laughs> ultimate duo on TikTok. It's not um, Chong. So the comedy, Cheech and Chong are a comedy duo. It's Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. And you, if you have ever watched that 70s show, you should be familiar with Tommy Chong. Um, what's his name on the show? Which, Leo? Is he the he's, record he's, store guy? Yep, that's oh, him. Oh, that's him. Yep. He was like, hey guys. Yeah, hey, hey well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that 70s show in general was a pretty big I love um, that show. cannabis influence on pop culture. I love that show too. We can talk about on another episode, maybe mm-hmm. in 20 what? Check us out. Um, yes. How about how Danny Masterson is problematic. Um, but mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher, counterpart, is not. amazing. Not problematic at all. Ashton Kutcher, if you're watching this, we love you. We love Ashton Kutcher. Do you want to come on our show? With bring your wife. We have seltzers. Please bring your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, Cheech and Chong, the duo found commercial and cultural success around the 1970s and 80s um, with their stand-up routines, studio recordings, feature films. Um, They were based on, you know, the hippie, free love era, like drug and counterculture movements, like smoking up, baby girl. Um, Most notably... Their love for weed. Yes. Um, they had eight movies total. Up in Smoke was one of their biggest. Okay. Um, have and you then seen any of them? I have seen Up in Smoke, but a long time ago. I haven't seen any of the Cheech and... Cheech and I can't say that fast. Cheech and Chung. I haven't seen any of their movies, and I, th- I think we should watch I them. I think we should have a marathon. I think I that agree. would not be a bad idea at all. That'd let's, be fun. Let's send it. Let's go. Don't be silly. Um, and if you're not familiar with any of their movies, you at least know the iconic line, stop, stop and, and hit, hit the, the bong, bong like Cheech and Chung. Sell tapes from here to Hong Kong. So roll, roll. Oh, t- don't want to get flagged down because we sound really close to the, the, the I real know, thing. like who are we? Who are we? Afro man or Val and Kayla? The world <laughs> may decide. never know. But honestly, if I had to, if I could sit down and have dinner with Cheech and Chong, like if I could cook them a <laughs> cannabis infused meal and just sit and listen to all of their stories, I think I could die extremely happy. Oh yeah, that sounds like such a good time. Right? So if you ask me the question, if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, I would say Cheech and Chong because they are a package deal. All right, so Cheech and Chong, if you're listening and you want to have dinner, you know where to find us. Let a girl know. <laughs> All right, moving on, Kayla. Wiz Khalifa. So Wiz Khalifa, he he's awesome. He's he's pretty awesome. Yeah, black and yellow. So he actually he reintroduced the weed themed albums into hip hop. So back in the day, like in the '90s and the early 2000s, we had people like Snoop Dogg, which we'll get into a little bit. Dr. Dre, Cyrus Hill, etc. They were all like weed rappers rapping about weed and stuff. But obviously, their careers started to fizzle out. Music career for the most part. Snoop Dogg is still pretty up there. Like Dr. Dre, yeah. Cyrus Hill, not really. But it started dying out. So then Wiz Khalifa came along. Hey, guys, it's me, Wiz. And he started singing about marijuana again. And he started making it more of a trend in rap music. Because obviously other rappers will sing about weed and be like, yo, what smoke? my weed and fuck your bitch whatever but that's not that's not what we're talking about like he has like whole albums dedicated to it mm-hmm. and after like looking into this a little bit more like he's actually like he's a really cool dude and I'll tell you why <laughs> so the first thing he was one of the first rappers to yeah. get his own strain and it's called Khalifa Kush so this is becoming more common now like you'll see a lot of rappers doing this but he was one of the first um so 
This strain is actually described as a hybrid that was specifically designed for rap stars. So my question is, where do I get my hands on this so I can finally start my career? Um, if you know, I can know where I can get this, let me know. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to be a rapper. And I think that this is what's going to... Can me you spit some bars for us, Kayla? I'll I'll, I'll throw it down a beat. Ready? Hold like, on. Like freestyle. <laughs> My name is Kayla. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with Kayla, so I'm gonna go on. I smoke weed. Yes, I do. I smoke weed. What about you? I hit the bong. Go to Hong Kong. That's all. Beep a boop a bop. <laughs> Was that good? See, I need the weed because I was horrible. I think I would be a lot better if I had Khalifa Kush. Yes, exactly. So with Khalifa, we're just shouting out everyone today. Wait, hold on. If you want to... But can we also take a pause for a second time out? Did you guys know that Val is a professional um, beatboxer? I'm not a professional yeah, she, beatboxer. That I was, watched That her. was crap. I watched her perform in a professional beatboxing show. Yeah. Wait, what? It wasn't actually. Were you at the ICCAs? Is that what it's called? In the little like old people home? Oh no, that wasn't the. That was just one of our concerts. We uh, went to the ICCAs. Yeah. Well, she well she beatboxed in the ICCAs. She's professional. Yeah, pitch perfect, baby. <laughs> I was basically. I don't even know what their names are. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so. Wiz has been the forefront of legalization of marijuana. It's something that he feels really strongly about, as he should, and he's constantly using his voice and his platform to educate the public on cannabis consumption, which is a wonderful. And also something that's really cool is he promotes wellness through marijuana. It's a common misconception, specifically with black rappers, I have to add that, that they have drug abuse problems and marijuana plays a part in that. It's like... a pretty big stereotype, I would say, that definitely needs to be erased. Um, but Wiz wants to get rid of that. So this is a direct quote from him from some sort of interview. And he said, I just think that being conscious of what goes in and out of your body is important. And me smoking, I think that's probably the worst thing I'm trying to do to my body. Put smoke in there and have it come out. And you can see on his Instagram, like he's always working out and he's being conscious of what he puts in his body, like eating healthy. So, and he is just like working marijuana into that, into the wellness of his being. So overall, in conclusion, Wiz cares and he's a good spokesperson to have for the cannabis community and I love him. Wiz cares. Wiz cares. That sounds like a like a UTI commercial. I was thinking more like an old person facility. Wiz cares. <laughs> Wiz cares. Please join us. Okay, did you really never know that the Beatles smoke weed? I no, I wasn't Smoked. I was never like a huge Beatles bitch. So like I, I didn't really know much about them. Like I know a couple of their songs. Don't you know, but like, cause I'm going to strawberry fields. That song's literally like about tripping. Oh, strawberry <laughs> fields forever. Um, no, so yeah, the Beatles were very much cannabis users. Um, I'm glad. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Literally, by the time they came to make, like, help in 1965, their cannabis use had reached a peak. It affected their songwriting, which became, like, mellower and more introspective. And then during the filming of Help, they were often stoned on set, which would forget. <laughs> they, so they would forget a lot of their lines. Like, I feel you. I feel you. In the 70s, they claimed to smoke weed on the toilet of the Buckingham Palace. That's goals. Right? <laughs> George Harrison later revealed that it was nothing stronger than a normal cigarette, but I... I think that they he was just trying to save their asses. Mm -hmm. I think that they toked up. I think they were like, we're the fucking Beatles. 
we're going to smoke. We can do whatever we, we want. want. <laughs> Literally. Um, in 1968, on October 18th, John Lennon and Yoko Ono were actually arrested for cannabis possession okay. while they were staying at Ringo Starr's uh, flat in London. And so, he, pleaded, yeah. he pleaded guilty on November 28th, so it would absolve Ono, who was pregnant at the time. So that my question is, so like obviously before all these other people we're talking about were in America, so this is obviously a different country yes. where the laws for cannabis cannabis are a little bit different and mm-hmm. i'm not too sure what the laws now in the uk are for cannabis um no. i it, it's not i don't think it's legal the way it is in america okay no it isn't because my friend um i was just talking to them the other day and she was like it's really hard to get weed in london and okay. i offered to them i was like you know you can t- i'll give you some edibles to take on the plane but they were like no that's scary <laughs> that is scary okay interesting um yeah so it's not I, it's not as easy to get in london but um there is a book by Joe Godden. It is called Riding So High, and it is actually all about uh, the Beatles and their drug usage. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, the Beatles were definitely big stony balonies, and I, I think that you that. can see the evolution of their music if you want to, like, listen through their entire discography. Bigger. I might have to, like, you know, take a gander down might. that path. I That's for sure. Yeah, totally. But, you know, I really want to talk about my dude Seth Rogen because he just – introduce the fact that he is going to have his own weed brand really he has, yeah he's releasing his brand it's called Houseplant. Ooh. it was literally just announced like a few weeks ago it's going to be available in california stores i don't okay. know if it already is available but um basically he's handpicking he says he's handpicking the strains of weed and by that he means he's smoking them all and bringing <laughs> you his favorites i so, love that yeah he like had color-coded his sativas and indicas and he's making vinyls with different playlists of different songs for each like type of strain okay so, like, there's a sativa playlist there's an indica playlist i think i hope it makes its way over to the east coast i would love to I get know. my hands on literally that. and along with that he's they're making like house goods like ashtrays lighters ceramics ceramics um <laughs> i pulled Rogan? that i pulled that from his twitter he goes yes even ceramics but <laughs> one of the things looks really cool it's a table lighter so you're not losing your lighter constantly it's really big you stick it on your table and you just use it to light the joint oh. and it'll stay on the table so you don't keep like I picked myself, honestly. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, and on and we have to remember Seth Rogen. First of all, super bad. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if there's a lot of weed smoking that happens in Super Bad, but weed. there is in Pineapple, Pineapple Express. That is my all-time favorite movie. I one love of that. Time. That's one of my comfort movies. It's, one hands down. A oh, comfort I, movie. I haven't seen that in so long. Oh like, my gosh, oh, let's, such let's a good movie. Chat about it. It's oh, it's such a good movie. Like who's um? It's Seth Rogen and, and James, James Franco? Franco. James Franco. Yeah. Yes, James. I think so. Let me check. James and David both look the same to me. And, and they- Seth Rogen actually helped write the screenplay. Really? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's just such a good movie. It really... T- it's just like two regular-ass white dudes. Mm-hmm. Just like who smoke weed and one of them is a drug dealer and then the other one is just... Was he a teacher? A subset? No, he was He was dating a girl in high school. Was he? I, I don't. I have. I need to rewatch it. I and guess he, he was dating a girl in high school, and he like it was in yes, the high school. Yes, and the, yes. And the guy was like, "What are you doing here? You're like 35." And it was. It's just such a funny movie. Like there, it's just a. It's a whole like. It long has process. a 68 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, shut the fuck up. It should that have a hundred percent. Right there. That is a beautiful movie. A beautiful <sighs> movie. It is indeed. Um. Um. A hundred percent. 
No, but it is indeed James, James Franco. Franco. Yeah, so if you have not seen Pineapple Express, like we highly recommend it. It is such a it good movie. It is like the stoner movie. I am not a huge movie person, like, but this one I stand behind yes. 100%. Um, Seth Rogen, I feel like he's just very open about his love for cannabis mm-hmm. and smoking weed, and I think that's awesome. I think that when celebrities are open about it, yeah. it helps destigmatize it more. Exactly. Obviously, they are also coming from a point of privilege because, like, if they get like locked up or in trouble with weed, they can buy their way out of anything. Yeah. And that that is the privilege within the American system. You know, like they say for rich people, a parking ticket is only as much as it costs to park there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we do have to take those things into consideration. So take these with a grain of salt. But they have brought cannabis to the forefront of pop culture and and starting Mm -hmm. that conversation is an important step you know what i mean if you look at all of the things like all of the movies that he's been in like i feel like he's always like this high stoner in every single movie so he's Mm -hmm. bringing a passion that he has into his creative work in movies weed's my passion (laughs) weed is my passion weed is my life i am here for the marijuana Okay. <laughs> and then we've got Snoop Dogg. S, what is it? S-N, uh, Snoop D-O-double-G. That's what it is. I sounded just like a Snoop D-O-double-G and the dude and the dude. He is a pot icon. I've said this once and I will say it again. I want to be Snoop Dogg's blunt roller. <laughs> I can't even roll blunts for shit. Well, you got to start practicing because what I if am. it listens to this? Yes, Snoop Dogg. I'll have to edit that part out where you said you couldn't roll blunts for shit. Oh, no, Snoop Dogg. I am the best blunt roller ever. Believe me, Snoop, baby. <laughs> we had to put you through a blunt rolling boot camp. Blunt rolling boot camp. Oh, guys. That would be a fun little ep- like a, a fun seminar? little video seminar. <laughs> seminar. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> I'll have to host it because apparently Val doesn't know how to. I, I'm not the worst blunt roller. I'm a better blunt roller than I am joint roller. And 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 according to an article I read, a few articles, Snoop Dogg claims to smoke 81 blunts per day. Per day, seven days a week. Ow. 81 blunts per day. But that just goes to show that marijuana is really not a harmful drug because if you can smoke that much of anything and yeah. be alive and well, then you know it must be okay. Whenever I think of Snoop Dogg, I always just subconsciously think about Martha Stewart. Like, can we talk about their friendship for a second? <laughs> <laughs> they are best friends. Do you think Martha Stewart smokes weed? I mean, you can't hang out with someone Snoop like Dogg Snoop Dogg and, and not smoke Martha weed. Stewart tokes the fuck up. Oh, she is like the baddest bitch in the land. Yeah, like, she's, she's been to jail. I've seen videos or pictures, and it was a picture of Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. And it's like, one of these is a convicted felon. Who is it? And like most people, like with their subconscious racism, would be like, oh, it must be Snoop Dogg. But if no, you ma'am. knew anything... Our girl Martha, she's Martha. Martha, Martha did she, some shit. She's a scrapper. Oh, she's scrappy, she's a, all right. She's she is scrappy. Martha, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, Martha, have us on your cooking show. <laughs> Does she still have a cooking show? I think they took that away from her. Oh, Actually, give it no, back. Maybe it's back. I have no idea. Give I have no Martha idea. her cooking rights. Go, Martha, go. Go, Martha, go. Go, Martha, go, Martha, go. All right. Um, <laughs> he has had so many movie cameos, though. Um, SpongeBob. 
Yeah, he was in the SpongeBob movie. Did you watch that? I still have not. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so I just I want to talk about my reaction. I have actually have a video of my reaction. I didn't know he was gonna come on, and I was just like filming myself, just like reacting to the SpongeBob movie. And they were like in this bar with all of these like pirates and stuff. And all of a sudden, there was like a group of pirates, and they all just like moved to the side. And Snoop Dogg comes on, and he's like, he's rapping, and then he finishes rapping. He's like, Yo, SpongeBob, I gotta get out of here. And it was the I was I was I was high as fuck when I was watching this and I was just like what is happening right now like why did Snoop Dogg just show up here it was like one of the best moments ever I Heck loved yeah. it it was so much fun oh my goodness yeah he was in so he's been in so many movies he was in Soul Plane Pitch Perfect Two Half Baked um, Re in I think it's Reincarcerated um, Straight Out of Compton Hotel Transylvania oh, he was in a lot yeah no and that's literally just a, a few. Um, uh, he said he's t- gone a total of 164 days without smoking weed. Why? Oh, consecutively? No, or just- I think just like in his like adult life. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, yeah, he's doing great. He looks um, great for his age. How old is he? Literally. He's um, like, how old is Snoop Dogg? I have an article here from The Cut. It's Snoop Dogg on weed, wellness, and good sleep. And it's basically... Oh. Taking you, he's 49 years I thought old. he was in his 60s. No, he's <laughs> almost 50. Um, wait, when's his birthday? October 20th. Oh my God, Snoop Dogg's a Scorpio. Nice. We're going to round out this episode by talking about a few celebrities who smoke weed. Just like us. Just like you and me, pal. Okay, um, did you know that William Shakespeare was uh, rumored to partake in the marijuans? No. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, though. Okay. Helps with your creativity, you know? Wow. So how, what, what, what was the year that William Shakespeare was running about? What? Like, what was the year where he was running about the earth? Uh, like the 16th, not the 1600s, the 1500s. The 1500s. Mm-hmm. So he was token up in the 1500s. Yeah. Cool. I wonder. So I wonder what his preferred smoking method was in the 1500s. I'm sure probably some form of pipe. Yeah, I want Shakespeare. I if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare, let us know. Let us know. Obviously, our girl Miley, but I don't think she smokes anymore. She doesn't. She used to, but Why? she um, she used to smoke a lot, and we all knew that. Yeah. Well, what did she say? She stopped. Um, I don't know. She probably just was like depending on it, maybe a little bit too much. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. I don't know, to each their own. I've I've like taken breaks before and uh, gone back to it for sure. She did go through a really rough patch and like yeah. The thing with cannabis, though, to go on a little bit of t- of a tangent, it's like sometimes it doesn't contribute to your life in a positive way like you want it to, and sometimes you do need to take a step back if you feel that that's important for your personal growth. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's definitely important to mention throughout all of this. Like if you're smoking all the time and you feel like it's kind of inhibiting you to like grow as a person, it's okay to take a step back and take a break if you need to do that. So I think that's important to get out oh, there. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. great at taking breaks. That's that's advice I need to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevie Nicks, you know, Fleetwood oh, Mac. Our mm. witchy queen. We love Stevie Nicks. I love her. She was in um, AHS. Uh, I oh, just yeah? I watched that season. It was the witch season, obviously. And oh, and Coven. Yeah, she comes in and she's singing like I don't know the, all the words, but you know what I mean. That song that everyone sings. Thunder only happens. Yep, that one. Plays only love you. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. I I don't know if this is true. I, I'm assuming Casey Musgrave smokes weed because she sings that song. And she's like, roll up a joint. I would. 
<laughs> so I mean, if so she, I think she smokes weed. It says it right there. It says it right she there. She sings it in her song. Casey, you're with Stoner. Um, Jay Z. Jay Z. Beyonce my, definitely also smokes. Oh yeah, no way she doesn't. And uh, then my favorite, Lil Wayne. He smokes. I think he actually is coming out with his own strain. I saw on his Instagram. I don't quote me on that. I'm not too sure, but I think he's working on it right now and coming out with his own strain. Um, we can't uh, do this episode without mentioning Jimi Hendrix. Oh yes, Jimi Hendrix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Purple Haze. Um, we also got Lady Gaga, Matthew McConaughey, Bob Dylan. Oh, I saw Bob Dylan in concert, and honestly, he wasn't great. Oh. It was like a couple of years ago, so I feel like all of his energy for performing is kind of squeezed mm-hmm. out by now. I feel like... I feel like most of the Kardashians smoke weed. I you feel think like I think Kylie. Kylie definitely does, and I think Chloe does. Wait, hold on a second. Do you remember that video of them all oh. really stoned, and then Courtney's eating the the, the bread. bread? Yeah, and they were in Travis Scott. That's was just one of my favorite there. videos. That's such a fucking. Fu- I don't even like. I'm not a huge Kardashian person, but they, that's a funny. That was funny. Video. Yeah, they. I maybe I wouldn't say that they toke up on the reg, but just because they're definitely like hanging out with all the rappers who are known for smoking, like Travis Scott like in Tyga before there is no way that they don't like every once in a while especially when they've had a couple drinks don't like take a hit or two mm-hmm. that's so funny oh uh, we got Cardi B oh Kylie, Kylie Jenner's Jenner. we love. um apparently Marilyn Monroe smoked weed good awesome love her that's how she kept looking so sexy if you smoke weed you'll look sexy forever. yeah smoke weed look sexy you feeling ugly that's fine smoke, smoke some, some weed. weed and you'll be sexy this has been brought to you by Khalifa Kush. <laughs> if you're listening, where's Khalifa? <laughs> if you're listening, no, seriously, Seth Rogen, send us a PR package. Snoop Dogg, Seth Rogen, Wiz Khalifa, Bob Marley, if you're listening from above, reach out to us and tell us something. Let us know. Also, Martha. Martha. Let us know. Yes, we And Shakespeare the Bard. Yeah. All right. That about wraps it up for this week. Where can you find us on social media? You can find us in an array of places at Mm -hmm. Canna Redefined on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We got to make a TikTok. Yeah, we are. We got to like this video if you want us to make a TikTok. Yeah. Also, you can follow our personal podcast at 20 What Pod on Instagram, TikTok, not Facebook, but Twitter. And you can follow me personally. I'm Val at Val Eats Veggies on Instagram and Wumbro on TikTok. And I am Kayla Nicole X16 on TikTok and Instagram. And that's all for this week. As always, goodbye Goodbye and stay high.